This is Reset. I'm Natalie Moore in for Sasha Ann Simons. When you move to a new city, there's a discovery period where you're just looking for stuff. Where to get groceries, spots to hang out, your new coffee shop. One of our listeners was in that vine, so they reached out to our Lost and Found series. That's a project where we help Chicagoans find stuff in the area a Google search can't easily turn up. John had been looking for green, unroasted coffee beans since he moved to Chicago from, well, Seattle, of course. He kept striking out, so one of our producers joined the search. With us to share what she found is Digital Reset Engagement Producer for Reset, Claire Hyman. Hey, Claire. Hey. All right, so coffee lovers like myself listening may... Well, actually, I didn't know about (laughs) green beans. That's okay. I didn't either. Okay, so what is that? Yes. So green coffee beans are basically just unroasted or pre-roasted coffee. So when you go to the grocery store, the coffee shop, they've roasted it for you most of the time. But there are some people, some coffee enthusiasts and hobbyists who just really like to roast it themselves. Um, And so I found out that there are lots of ways to roast them. You can get really fancy equipment and machinery the further along you get in your coffee journey. But you can also do it in a popcorn popper or even a pan over the stove. So, And what are the benefits? I wish that I could taste what this fantastic coffee would be. Because you said once you go there, you can't. It's hard to turn back. Yeah. So it it just guarantees that it's really, really fresh. Um, It also makes your house smell amazing. And one of the things I learned, this is kind of like a project and a craft for people who are really into coffee. So do you know how long it takes to roast? Yeah. So what I learned is people do it in batches. Um, It doesn't it doesn't take that long. Um, Like I think once you have all the equipment set up, it can take around 15 minutes, um, but you kind of do it each week. Um, Yeah, in batches. All right, so tell us about the call you got. Yeah, so I got this call from Cynthia, who lives in Evanston, um, and Cynthia wanted to find these green coffee beans because she liked to roast them on her own. When I reached out to her and we started talking, she told me about her partner, John, who had just moved here from Seattle, and he was really the one who was into home roasting. He'd been doing it for years. Now, I want to hear how John got into home roasting. Let's hear him talk to you. I started a number of years ago, and I started because uh, a friend of ours who was a caterer, she decided to buy for her catering business a coffee roaster. And she gave out for Christmas bags of, of her roasted coffee. And it was the best coffee I have ever had. And I thought, this is wonderful. I How do you do this? I poked around and I found that there are places that sell inexpensive air coffee roasters that are sort of like popcorn processed, but it's made for coffee. And I got one of those and I tried that out for a year or two and I graduated to a a drum roaster. I don't, you know, find subtle notes of chocolate, ginger, and asparagus in in my coffee. But um, (laughs) I just like good coffee. Chocolate and asparagus notes. I don't know. He's not selling me on yeah. green yeah. <laughs> on roasting. Um, but seriously, you reached out to a friend of the show for a little help. Kevin Sinnott is the author of The Art and Craft of Coffee and creator of the Coffee Con Festival. Let's hear what he has to say about roasting coffee. Uh, I just want to preface this by uh, saying yeah. uh, just to, to prevent all the people who are neighbors of mine will call yeah. you up and tell you he's terrible. He's a terrible home roaster. First of all, the results smell wonderful. It can 
if you hit it just right, it can be really, really good. And one thing, it is undeniably fresh. It's one of those things that becomes a rabbit hole. It is intoxicating to try it, and it is fairly easy to roast coffee beans. It's, it's roughly as simple as popping corn. These people are so passionate. I know. <laughs> I love it. Claire, why are green coffee beans so hard to find? Yeah, so when I talked to Kevin, um, you know, he told me that we're kind of in like a golden age for for fresh coffee roasting. Like you can get freshly roasted coffee at so many places around the city, so there's not really a need for it. It also can just be kind of expensive for coffee shops to sm- sell in like small batches. Do you have any idea of what that cost is? Did he tell you that? I'm not sure, but it's interesting because technically um, green coffee beans should be less expensive, right? Because the beans... you're doing the work. You're doing the work, <laughs> and it shrinks down to 85% of the size. So, you know, you're not getting as much in a bag of green beans as you would if they were already roasted. What leads did Kevin give you about finding them? Yeah, so... What he said is because we are in this great city and we are in this age of like fresh roasting, a lot of coffee places should have green beans at their roastery or even in their shop. Um, And so I started just reaching out to places. Um, I wanted to find somewhere in Evanston that was close to our caller. So I just called and emailed and bugged like dozens of coffee shops. Dozens. (laughs) How long did this take to find it okay so once I was on a roll I was just I was just calling nope they don't have it they don't want to sell it to me they don't know what I'm talking about so I so I got on a roll um and then I, I kind of like spent an afternoon doing that and then I found backlot coffee but really quick I do want to plug that um Kevin also told me about this cool place called Theta Ridge in South Bend Indiana that has a huge variety of green beans you can get online and it's Theta Ridge like Theta like the Greek alphabet letter so I want to that. All right. So you talked to that owner of Backlot Coffee in Evanston. Let's listen to him talk about their green offerings. So this isn't really something that we particularly like advertise. I think we should um, just mm-hmm. to let people know that we do offer this. We want to be able to support that community of people who do roast at home. I'll generally have around eight to ten different coffees on hand. My favorite thing about really coffee in general, but particularly roasting is it really is one half science meeting one half art so score you found a place for john to get green beans how can listeners pick up a bag if they want outside of the south bend place you mentioned sure so um you can reach out to sam who's the owner of backlot um his email is sam at backlotcoffee.com and he'll send you said they're about like eight to ten different varieties that they have on sale right now they have a special christmas blend that sounded really good so um yeah you can reach out directly there do you know how much his bags are that is an excellent question that i did not ask all right well people have sam's email they can find out for themselves but can you describe no first are you a bit coffee drinker i drink coffee every single day and but i would say um I am uh, not picky. I'm not picky. <laughs> um, this after after going on this journey and after learning about people who put time and, and care into their coffee process and routine, I'm gonna step it up a notch. I really am. What was the flavor like? What was the taste when you tried it? 
Yeah. So I would say that the main thing um, about like green roasted or fresh roasted coffee, home roasted coffee, there's not like a huge appreciable difference. I would say it's it's more that, you know, for a fact you can get it fresh. It's as good as as like a best cup of coffee at like a fresh roasted spot. It's more something that hobbyists and people who are really into their coffee process like to do. Um, Yeah, just kind of their thing. I'm definitely curious. I would love to try it. Yeah. Well, I'm going to, I'll bring you some. Okay. Yeah. But you're going to roast them, right? Because of course. Thank you. Because that sounds like too much work to me. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> okay, Claire, give us a preview of what you are searching for next on Lost and Found. Yes. So I actually am putting this call out into the airwaves. I'm looking for a, places in Chicago that sell exotic fruit, specifically Grenadilla. So this is a call I got recently from someone who had tried this fruit when they were traveling and wants to try to find a place to find it here. So if anywhere comes to mind, um, you know, please give me, shoot me an email, chyman at wbez.org. Or as always, you can give us a call at 888-915-9945. Can you say that fruit again? Yes, it's Granadilla fruit. Had you ever heard of it? I hadn't, but it's a passion fruit variety. It sounds good. I'd love to try it too. So if anyone knows anywhere that sells exotic fruit, hit me up. And send that number again if people have other questions, not just on helping you find this exotic fruit, but if they have something for lost and found. Definitely, because we're always looking for more. Um, So yeah, please give us a call at 888-915-9945. And tell us what you're looking for. We want to help you find things that make Chicago feel more like home.